superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts and eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome in, everybody, to Fantasy Pros. This is the Fantasy Football Podcast. It is me, Joey P. Joe P. Zapia. And it's Monday. That means it's time to hit the waiver wire again. And the cupboard isn't quite bare. But we're getting to a point now where it almost looks like, you know, the, the hurricane news is coming a little bit. So maybe they have some of the generic cans of beans and some of the other things that you might not look at. However, the wide receiver cupboard is still looking pretty decent. There's still some names we think that can help you, including one last week we tried to tell you about. And some of you listened. Some of you did not. But that's OK. We're here anyway. We are here to accept you, to love you, because that's the kind of podcast we do here. And of course, speaking of acceptance and love, Pat Fitzmorris. Derek Brown, D-Bro, Derek, the king of bros, the fantasy bro, uh, all of us here today talking waiver wire. Gentlemen, uh, a wacky uh, back-to-back weeks here. Uh, week seven certainly had its share of upsets. Uh, the New England Patriots uh, somehow beat the Buffalo Bills. I don't know how that happened. I'm still trying to figure it out. And uh, we also had uh, the Detroit Lions get checked. You had the Miami Dolphins get checked. So, Pat, really, this was a, a, an interesting week of football, not to mention it looks like Patrick Mahomes kind of decided that he was going to uh, throw his hat back into that MVP race. What'd you think of that performance for Mahomes? Oh my goodness. The Mahomes Kelsey combination in the first half, Joe. Um, and up until this year, I had not been one of those people willing to spend a first round pick on Travis Kelsey <laughs> in a draft. Cause I never liked how my team build went. If I went tight end in the first round this year, I finally relented and took Kelsey in a, a few drafts. I'm pretty happy about it to be quite yeah. honest. Uh, you know, when, when you're looking <laughs> at in a, a PPR league, it's halftime or, or not even halftime of the chiefs game. And Travis Kelsey has already got 20, 29 some PPR points and you're basically assured of winning your week. Pretty good feeling. I have no regrets about taking Kelsey that early. Speaking of good feelings, Debro on the DFS show on betting pros on Friday, absolutely crushed the slate there. Uh, how good did it feel to watch Deonta Foreman just continue Ooh. to score touchdown after touchdown? Because you nailed that one, my friend, and a few others, that's for sure. Oh, man. Yeah. Deontay Foreman, what was it? A hat trick? He had three touchdowns on the yeah, day. Three. Man. Very, uh-huh. very nice, man. Three Especially for Foreman. People uh, looking over and you love to see the flop lag, people getting so upset. They played him the week before and then he doesn't do much. And and hey, we're still here, baby. We're still out here. We're grinding DFS. We're getting all the content out there. You love to see it, man. Although I am a little bit upset about Christian Watson. So my stare, I'm looking at you, you, Jordan Love. Looking at you. Well, I wish Jordan Love was looking at Christian Watson. That's all I'm going to say. I know Pat does, too. Because all I did all day and during that game was watch Christian Watson get open and watch Jordan Love. Never even look at him, but I'm not bitter. <laughs> I'm not bitter at all. Uh, this week, it's time to get right back to business, and we're going to get to our waiver wire pickup of the week. Last week's did pretty well. I hope you added Josh Downs. More on him a little later in the show. We'll get to that in a second. But it's time to go back to the running back position this week for the waiver wire selection of the week. And his name, Running Backs. It's Daryl Henderson, running back from the Los Angeles Rams, roster in 34% of leagues. Everybody was chasing Zach Evans. That turned out not to be the right thing. Royce Freeman also getting involved. We'll talk about him in a second. But Daryl Henderson uh, and Freeman kind of worked in tandem in this game. They did come up short, however, unfortunately, against the Pittsburgh Steelers that we did see. Uh, but, Debro, let's start with you and Henderson because – Henderson, I think, is one of these guys, you know, we've we've kind of been here, done that when it comes to Daryl Henderson. This is not a new name. It's a name that's kind of been resurrected from practice squads and, you know, from fantasy relevance. Yesterday, 18 carries for 61. He did have the touchdown. He also saw two targets, caught only one of them for five yards. So it wasn't a enormous day, but it was good enough on this lackluster running back day to finish as RB14 so far with Monday night still available. So talk to me about what you saw out of Daryl Henderson yesterday and what you think you're going to see out of him for the next few weeks when Kyron Williams is now on the IR officially that happened this weekend. Yeah, I mean, we're going to get three more weeks of probably Daryl Henderson as a lead back in this offense. And it sounds crazy. Yes, I know. Daryl Henderson comes off the couch and he gets 19 touches. He plays almost 60% of the snaps, but 
The Rams kind of told this. Like, I wrote this in the primer. If you were reading all the stuff Sean McVay was saying all week, it was like, hey, I'm going to wax poetic, few few different quotes on Daryl Henderson, maybe a little smattering on Royce Freeman. Hey, what do you think about Zach Evans? Uh, he's learning. He's learning the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, we saw this kind of coming, man. And this all came down to, and I wrote it up in the primer, the Rams were going to throw the ball. Who did they trust on passing downs? Daryl Henderson has proven that time and time right. again. He's the guy they trust on passing down. So as long as he was in shape, the Rams have no issues giving big workloads to guys. We saw this with C.J. Anderson previously. So Daryl Henderson should be the top pickup this week. <laughs> and I'm telling you, like, he's going out there and he's breaking tackles and he's looking fantastic, but he's going to get snaps. He's going to get opportunities. And the schedule upcoming is really nice. Over the next two to three weeks, he has good matchups. And yes, I think he's going to be the lead back until Kyron comes back. You don't roll out a guy in the first week and say, oh, hey, uh, we're going to give you 19 touches, then just go away from you. They get Dallas next and Green Bay after that. Both of those mm -hmm. teams are top 10 in explosive run rates allowed. So Daryl Henderson, we're going to be firing up as a top 24 back. Can't believe I woke up this morning and heard a C.J. Anderson reference. I was not prepared for that, for sure. <laughs> Pat Fitzmorris, should we have known better? I mean, Henderson is the guy that spent the most time in this system with McVay. He had been there for years, plural, so he understands the playbook. It's a very complicated one, no doubt. Should we all, as a fantasy community, been a little bit more aggressive on Henderson? Because I know everybody was aggressive on Zach Evans, but that news, that was in the tighter window, especially on, you know, leagues that have rolling waivers on Mondays and Tuesdays. We could just add guys. That was the guy to add until the week kind of pressed on and more of the Henderson-Freeman buzz started to grow. So what was your take for Henderson? How much do you want to spend on Henderson? Debro was pretty aggressive there considering the schedule coming up and the opportunity with Kyron Williams on the show for the next three weeks. Yeah, um, it's funny. Maybe we should have known because Daryl Henderson seems to be the designated splasher of cold water on our enthusiasm <laughs> for all other Rams running backs. Uh, I'm thinking specifically Cam Akers, 2022 season opener no. Thursday nights. Uh, thinking, you know, this was Cam's time to shine. And, you know, seeing Daryl Henderson out there getting the Did vast majority of the steps. When it was like him and Malcolm Brown. And it was just like, I don't know. It's It just seems like Daryl Henderson's always that Those dude. Those wounds just still shows feel there. really fresh, guys. They, just going to throw that out there. New. <laughs> they do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you have to feel pretty good. Debro mentioned it. The trust they have with him on passing downs. And this is primarily a passing team with Stafford, you know, averaging, I think it was going in the last week, 37.3 passing attempts per game. So they, they like that comfort level. I don't feel quite as enthusiastic as Debro does about the matchup with Dallas this coming week, but uh, yeah, Green Bay is a good matchup after that. Then it's a buy, then Seattle, and I do wonder if maybe by the time we get to that Seattle week, if Kyron Williams is ready to come back. So maybe you've got, like, really only one great matchup for, for Henderson. Like, that is my one reservation about going mm. out and making a huge splash with your fab money. I still think, though, if you are hurting it running back, you could warrant a bit of 20%. You know, oh, wow. I, okay. Okay. Like if you, yeah, if you're just, if you have a vacancy at running back and, like and nothing of it in the standings too, you're saying yeah, like, yeah. like you're, you're one of these teams that's, you know, right now got a basically above 500 record, one loss or one win kind of thing. Yeah. In our weekly waiver article, we have a, a true value bid on each player. And then we have a desperation bid. I think the desperation bid for Henderson is around 20%. I think okay. the true value bid is probably somewhere in the, 11 to 14 percent range yeah. that's, that's, what's that number look like for you i was gonna say that that's about where i'm at i'm i'm somewhere around 10 to 12 percent and the other thing we need to throw out here at this point of the season you probably don't even you might not even have to spend that much depending on what fab looks like so before you even set these bids this kind of we need to like rewind this a little bit you need to go to your league and look at what everybody's fab standings look like so mm -hmm. okay what is going to be the top bid that it might be hefty who knows but it might not be considering where we've at with all the injuries and all the pickups so far this year that people have spent aggressively for. So I'm somewhere in the 10 to 12% range. Um, again, I, I think Henderson will be a low end RB two high end three um, is going to be his floor for the next two to three games that where he's the starter. So for buying that type of window, I think that's about right. 
And the other Pat, thing, I'll, I'll just okay. let me just add that um, there are no teams on buy this week. We go yep. from a sixteen buy week right, to right. a it's zero, uh, a, a non buy week. So um, maybe that lowers the level of need around the league, and you don't need to bid quite as much. So um, I think point. if you really need him, you could warrant going to twenty percent, but you might be able to sneak him through at fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Royce Freeman, on the other hand, too, just to kind of give people an idea, rostered in twenty six percent of leagues yesterday. 12 carries for 66, so he actually got uh, a little bit more on the carry side, but also had a better yards per carry. Um, you could point to that. He did not have the touchdown. That's where Henderson did, and that's where his day got separated. So, Pat, if you miss out on Henderson, or if you're trying to prioritize, is it Henderson over Freeman for you? And if and if so, what's the pivot point in price to Freeman? Yeah, I mean, Henderson played 10 more snaps than Freeman did, mm-hmm. so... um. You- but if, again, you're desperate and uh, you want a backup bid, maybe something behind, you're bidding on Henderson and you want Freeman if Henderson doesn't go through, um, then maybe you bid, I don't know, around 10% on, yeah. on Freeman. And, the, and these are temporary guys, but mm-hmm. as yeah. you pointed out, we're in the thick of the season here. And if you're trying to catapult yourself into playoffs, there's really no more time to be patient. Like, this is the time here. You're at the halfway point. Patience is running thin. You know, opportunities are running thin and also fab budgets running thin. Well, so that being said, Derek, when you take out of what you saw yesterday from Royce Freeman and try to equate it to a number, what does that look like? I'm a little bit lighter on the bid only because of how I'm projecting this backfield. So Royce Freeman got 42 percent of the snaps. I mean, he was an early down option only. He ran he got zero targets. He ran eight routes versus Henderson 13. And the problem that I feel about with Royce Freeman is that's maybe the best case scenario for him because walking in Henderson played almost 60% of the snaps. If he walks out of this week healthy and another week into the system and game shape, all those different types of narratives we want to throw out there. Who's to say he doesn't play 80% of the snaps next week. And Royce Freeman is just a true dud. Like, This feels like Royce Freeman was a breather back that could get less work as we move along with Daryl Henderson, Mm -hmm, with the Daryl Henderson experience. So for me, I'm around 4 to 5%. I'm going to lessen my bid because with only early downs as his main source of value, well, Henderson's working there as well, I see his snaps as possibly just going down moving forward. All right, before we get to the next running back on our list to talk about, just a reminder here. Trying to figure out who the pretenders are and who the contenders are. It's that time of year. We're halfway through the NFL season. But DraftKings Sportsbook is still pumping out unbeatable offers every single game. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on anything and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stopping there. No, no. All customers can take advantage of a new sweetener offer every single game this October. And obviously, there's a lot of interesting games on the slate. As Pat pointed out, it's going to be a full slate of games this week back from the bye. So get in on the football action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now and use that promo code FANTASYPROS when you do. New customers can bet just $5 on anything and get $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code FANTASYPROS. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, gentlemen, let's get to the next name on our list. And uh, some of you might chuckle at this. In fact, this list is starting to, as we go on from Henderson to Royce Freeman to the next one here, is starting to look like the three ghosts that visit Ebenezer Scrooge in Christmas Carol because it's Amari DiMarcado, who was our waiver wire pickup of the week a few weeks ago and got all the playing time, got all the opportunity. Uh, in terms of the injury to James Conner, then was on the field a ton, and it wasn't him. It was Keontae Ingram who ended up having more fantasy points. It was a very frustrating scenario. And all week, Pat, we laid out this whole thing, this narrative of, you know, I guarantee you, 
He's going to be on the field more. And I'm getting guarantee you, he probably ends up producing. And you could see all the people who got frustrated after that first week of spending and picking him up, that ownership tag, that roster percentage went from in the sixties down to 20%, 20% in one week on sleeper. So yesterday, if you were keeping score at home and I know you were, cause you're watching and listening to the show, uh, he finishes RB 22 with 13 carries for 58 yards. Also had, Four receptions in that game just for 17 yards. But again, in PPR, that's four more points, five actually altogether. So, Pat, what do you make of DeMarcado in this situation here with the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, Joe, it's almost as if the fantasy gods are punishing us for our interest <laughs> in the Arizona backfield in running backs not <laughs> named James Conner. Oh, your insolence. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have to be interested, though, if we have a need there, because he is maybe even more so than Henderson um, has seemingly security of workload like i don't know what happened with the cardinals brain trust after uh the the week six game to so severely change uh recalibrate things um de mercado did play the most snaps in week six but we saw ingram play nearly as many snaps keontae ingram and have a lot more touches but then yesterday 53 out of 66 offensive snaps for Imari DiMercato, 13 carries, four catches. So uh, he was a busy man. And boy, I mean, like if you can get that certainty of workload, that that pretty, I don't want to say it's safe because we thought it was safe the week before he, he had, what, <laughs> three touches? But um, it, it looks pretty good. And I, I think you could warrant a bit of 10 to 12 percent on team Mercado this week and I understand why the percentage of drop was so drastic it's because yep. last week's buys were so many so people were between a rock and a hard place so they couldn't afford to just put him on the bench which I get so for those of you who had that scenario I understand but for those of you who didn't and you just lost patience that quickly it's one of those good lessons to learn I think going into next year which is if you're gonna spend fab on a guy and it doesn't work out the next week let, let's try to give it a little bit more of a berth especially if there's going to be opportunity in the weeks ahead. Debro, DeMarcado, it's almost like we willed this to happen all week when we were talking about it. We talked about it on the live stream. We talked about it uh, during the week of the DFS show. You and I privately talked about it. It's like, you watch. He'll be he'll be an RB2 this week. You'll see, and everybody will be looking at the waiver guy. I can't believe I spent all that money after one week and dropped him. And now that's exactly what's going on. People felt like I got bamboozled. And look, I get it. I, I was totally with you. Like, we're looking at the talent, and then we're watching last week unfold, and we're like, why is this a three-way committee? Why is Damian Williams getting run? What are we doing here, people? And this week, it was like everything came back. What we should have seen the week before actually happened. 17 touches, 75 total yards. He's a top 24 running back. He played 80% of the snaps. What, what do we not like here? You could make a case that he should be, if he's out there, He's the pickup over Daryl Henderson. Why not, boys? Like, 80% snap share. I mean, he's in that same conversation. So whatever you think you want to bid on Daryl Henderson, if DeMarcado's out there, they're exactly, there's a Spider-Man gif. They're looking, they're staring at each other. Oh, hey, look, you mm -hmm. have a 70% snap share. Oh, you do too. And talking to each other and saying, hey, we both could be plug-and-play RB2s. And you mm -hmm. look at the matchup upcoming, Baltimore Ravens, their pass defense is stout. But you can run on this defense. So I'm with Pat, 10 to 12%. Get him back on your team. All right. Let's talk about some guys to drop before some other running backs that might be worth adding. Speaking of Arizona, Keontae Ingram. Is it time to drop him now, Derek, in that scenario? Because bye of bye. what we just mentioned. Bye bye. Okay, Pat, bye bye. you are nodding in agreement as well. So Keontae yes. Ingram can't stay anymore at the party. Pat, what about Craig Reynolds? Another one, too, where I assume we're going to get David Montgomery back this week. or at least hopeful for that. But Jameer Gibbs also looked good against the Ravens, who Derek just mentioned. You can run the football. That was one of the one of the lone bright spots on Amon Ross St. Brown of that game. Yeah, I mean, I would want to check and and try to at least get a better read on the the status of david montgomery yeah. before dropping reynolds just because he got game scripted out i mean the lions fell into such a big hole they early did. on that they didn't really give him a chance although dan campbell did say all week that he was going to use gibbs mm -hmm. a lot so um at, I, I think you could probably, if you were really uh, had the screws being turned on you as far as roster uh, size. Well, let me turn the screws on you. Let me do it. Demarcado okay. or Craig Reynolds? Would you drop Reynolds for Demarcado? Yes. Yep. Would you drop him for any of the Rams guys? 
Yes. Okay, so there you go. So there you go. All right, let's talk about some of the running backs that might be floating around the waiver wire. We've talked a lot about Zach Charbonnet. Uh, He's an important piece. Ken Walker looked awesome yesterday. He was trucking guys. He was knocking guys over. Uh, I know it's the Arizona Cardinals defense, but still, man, Ken Walker looked awesome. But you know this team wants to run the football, has to run the football. Um, So Charbonnet is a really valuable piece. The other piece that I want to talk about who is, you know, not somebody that's rostered in uh, as many leagues as you think at this point. It's down to 47% over on Sleeper, and it might be less in some of your leagues as well. It's Dalvin Cook, and you might be saying why he's irrelevant with the Jets. But Diana Rossini this week was reporting that the Jets are accepting offers uh, on him and basically have put him on the trade block. And um, I think Dalvin Cook is appealing to a few teams. Here are two of the teams, by the way, that have checked in, quote-unquote, on him. The Cleveland Browns, which now we have that situation where Jerome Ford left in a walking boot. So now we're down from Chubb to question mark about Jerome Ford. Kareem Hunt banged up. We'll talk about the next guy in the Browns in a second, Pierre Strong, because this all comes into one conversation. And then <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, another team that could potentially use him as well. Apparently, the Rams are kicking the tires also. But uh, the Bucks, Pat, and specifically the Browns, that's the one that really intrigues me. Because Dalvin Cook, to me, on the Browns could – look, Dalvin Cook isn't what he was, but he could be a fantasy asset there. That's how I think because that team wants to play defense, wants to you know take care of the football a little bit. And they pulled one out of a hat yesterday, but it was real close. I'm probably going to let someone else make the Dalvin Cook move. I'm just mm-hmm. not real. I haven't seen enough spark with him on the Jets to for me to be interested in him, Joe. And I, like I understand, I don't necessarily think he's completely done. And we know he kind of came into uh, the situation with the Jets. No training camp, coming off an injury himself, um, kind of had the but, deck but stacked against the, him a little bit. What if he was with Stefanski again, his old guy with the Minnesota Vikings? What if, what if you know, we're talking about a system that makes sense in, in terms of the verbiage and, and being able to pick something up quickly. Does that have any appeal to you? It, it was like a slide him under the waiver wire dollar bid kind of guy? Yeah, I mean, I just don't think we're going to see anything close to old okay. Dalvin Cook. I just think he's kind of been through the ringer physically. He's a little older now. Um, I just don't know if that Dalvin Cook exists anymore. <laughs> that is fair enough. That's for sure. Uh, what are your thoughts here? Um, Dalvin Cook, obviously somebody that I got to know people are like, why are we talking about Dalvin Cook? But I'm talking about him because there could be a window in the next few weeks where he becomes relevant and you can get him from nothing. Um, as a throw in and a trade in a deeper league as whatever, just to speculate and see if he ends up somewhere like Cleveland. Derek, if that happens, again, it's not like Stefanski doesn't know what to do with him. He was the offensive coordinator of the Vikings in 2019. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the Dalvin narrative and the best case run out for him is that he goes to Cleveland and he gets volume and he could be a better option than Kareem Hunt. And I think all those things are plausible. So mm-hmm. if you want to throw in a mid, uh, a min bid for Dalvin Cook, I'm not against it, but the other thing about that is it has to be on a team where you've got a winning record. Your your roster is pretty solidified. Like Dalvin's not a guy that you're looking at taking a roster space up from somebody else that you could be plugging into your lineup over the next two to three weeks. So if I'm in that spot <clears throat> or I'm in a deep league and I need you know somebody to just consider for flex, maybe with a little bit of upside, I get it after that. But outside of those scenarios, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of with Pat like that. Dalvin, okay. I just, I think he's a shade of his former self. All the numbers bear that out. 2.1 yards of contact per attempt. I just think he's on the backside. And look, the cliff came quickly for Dalvin Cook. But we always go back to this, boys. Volume is king in fantasy. Volume is going to fuel right. fantasy points scored. So if Dalvin were to go to Cleveland and get the volume, yeah, he's going to be relevant. I mean, we're sitting here talking about Daryl Henderson being relevant as a top well, 24 and that's back. Why I'm so, saying, again, I'm looking I mean, at a week here where you know. everybody's back and people are looking at the waiver wires kind of bare at running back at the same time. It's kind of these weird sneaky moves that might cost you nothing to find out. And mm-hmm. then those guys become trade chips. Like if he gets traded immediately. There's people in your league that go, oh, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook. And he might not be worth that price in their head, but he becomes worthy in a trade where you could move him for something else. I, I think this is, again, if you're in a 14 team league or something like that, or even a very competitive league, it's something to just speculate and think about. Um, not saying to go crazy on it, but Pierre Strong, the other guy to talk about in the Browns real quick. Um, yesterday uh, got eight carries for 25. Kareem Hunt was banged up. We know Ford came out of that game. Debro, you want to throw a buck or anything on him before we move on to the wide receivers? Yeah. I mean, I'm with throwing some money behind Pierre Strong. Um, I, I've been high on Pierre Strong since he was a prospect. I mean, before the draft class happened and the Patriots just nuked my heart 
Pierre Strong no. was my RB3 in that class. I looked at him as discount Brees Hall. So the talent is definitively there. And tell me, do you think the Patriots are wishing that they probably kept Pierre Strong at this point? Looking how Mondre is running, <laughs> looking at, at Ezekiel Elliott. They didn't no, have no, more no, juice like, than other ones. I'm those wearing guys. my Patriots shirt saying. today. I'm always a Just proud saying. Patriots fan. Just saying. My favorite was the Bill Belichick press conference after the game. Coach, how do you feel about your 300th win? It was great. That's literally <laughs> what he said. It's literally what he said. Go back and watch it. It was well, great. Well, you get plenty oh, more years of Bill because we also the got teams. the news that he had a contract yes. extension too. So Pat, you just signed a Bill lucrative forever. contract extension uh, on the down low as well. Uh, Pat Pierre Strong, quick thoughts on him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, after, um, after Jerome Ford got hurt, which people think might be a high ankle sprain that the mm. injury docs seem to think. Yep. So that's <laughs> troublesome. Um, and then after he got hurt, it was actually Pierre Strong getting more touches and more snaps than Kareem Hunt. But that was because Kareem Hunt has been dealing with a thigh injury of his own. So I think ideally, if they're confident in Kareem Hunt's health, it's probably something like 60-40. But maybe they're not yet fully confident that he can mm. handle that sort of workload. And we see Strong get something close to 50-50 in a backfield that's going to have a lot of run-friendly game scripts because the Browns play such great defense and are going to be uh, tight in a lot of ball games, if not you know, winning with that run-friendly run friendly setup. We are past the midway point of October, which is the best sports month on the planet. You got football, you got baseball playoffs, you got uh, hockey back, basketball back. Everything's going on here. And of course, the best way to watch all of your favorite teams on is on television. But it's also a great way to do it, which is live going there in person. And the best way to get tickets for all of those games that you want to see is the Game Time app, the official ticketing app of Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football. Game Time is the only ticketing app that gives you peace of mind with your purchases. They let you see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive at the contest, the game, the uh, the comedy club, whatever it might be. They've got tickets for it, and all their prices show you the total upfront. Isn't that a nice change of pace so you know exactly what you're paying for and you're always getting a great deal and it takes no time at all. You can buy tickets in seconds with just two taps. So take the guesswork out of ticket buying with the Game Time app right now. Download Game Time right now. Download that app, create an account and redeem the code Fantasy Pros. One word, Fantasy Pros for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem a code for Fantasy Pros. That's Fantasy Pros, all one word for $20 off. Go see the concert. Go see the game. Go have yourself a laugh. Get out there. Do something nice and do it on the Game Time app. Download it today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. Wide receivers. Let's get to the wide receivers, gentlemen, and let's talk about the guy that we started the show with last week, Josh Downs. Not a bad performance. We were slightly concerned. We loved picking him up anyway. We knew the Browns are a great defense. And yes, they had some great defensive moments, especially Miles Garrett. But uh, wide receiver two, Josh Downs on the week. Five of six for 125 and a tutty. Uh, Pat, this was a pretty incredible day for him. Next week, they get New Orleans, then Carolina, then New England. So uh, your thoughts on the Josh Downs performance, who is rostered in still just 52% of leagues on sleeper. Oh, man. Um, he was really impressive yesterday. Mm -hmm. I was kind of focused in on that game in the early window. And um, mm -hmm. like the word that kept coming to mind watching him play is wiggly. Like he is <laughs> tough to guard. He is like just dangerous after the catch. I mean, trying to cover him must feel like trying to bait a hook with a an especially squirmy worm where, uh, you know, you're in danger of stabbing yourself in the hand because you, you can't just get a handle on this guy. And like Downs is man, he is uh, he is kinetic. So, yes, I'm much I'm, I'm much more enthusiastic than I was a week ago. I was mildly interested a week ago. Now I kind of want to add this guy and I'd be willing to go like seven or eight percent. Well, uh, last week you could all added him cheaper, everybody. Yep. I hope you did. I hope you all listened. Mm -hmm. uh, Debro, Josh Downs, your thoughts on the uh, squiggly worm, I believe, as Pat put it? <laughs> I'm down with it, man. Wiggly. 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 I'm wiggly. down with it, man. He, he's played well. And if you read the primer, you already knew walking into this game, he was going to be the primary option against man coverage, not Michael Pittman. He had the better matchup. He's been the guy they've gone to and... Cleveland Browns top five as far as man coverage rate. Josh Downs, he has another chance to sit here and build upon that this upcoming week. New Orleans Saints, Alante Taylor in slot coverage has been struggling. And Josh Downs of the last three weeks, almost a 
2.5% target share. That's not going away, people. 2.5 yards per route run. These are fantastic numbers. I'm totally with Pat. 7 to 8% is what you should be bidding on him. Uh, again, New Orleans is a favorable matchup. I'm not worried about Carolina so much. And if you're yeah. going to attack New England, you better do it against the slot against Miles Bryant because these outside corners for New England are playing extremely well. So, again, we could be talking about three uh, three matchups in a row for Josh Downs. I'm not going to say that he's going to be a top 36 wide receiver, but he's knocking on the door of that realm. Absolutely. <laughs> well, he was knocking on the door of number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a terrific performance for him. Uh, and and great for everybody who picked him up on a discount last week. Tank Dell, another guy coming off a bye here. Uh, he is 48% rostered on Yahoo, but 58 on Sleeper. So, he, again, he's available in more leagues than you realize. Debro, let's do the quick skinny on Tank Dell. This is a player that has kind of been picked up and dropped quite a bit. Nico Collins has had his moments. Um, you've seen Robert Woods have some moments as well in this offense. But Stroud's played. He has shown you a lot of veteran presence for a rookie. I think anybody who watches CJ Stroud's got to be impressed. So is Tank Dell somebody this week that you could feel good about picking up off that waiver wire and streaming? I love Tank Dell so much. And the, and I want to throw this out there. The, the fact that we had so many teams on a bye last week and how pinched fantasy gamers were out there is the only reason that tank Dell could be out there because this is a guy the talent level there's no way he should be hitting a waiver wire but we're seeing it happen i mean look guys wide receiver 29 in fantasy points per game a top 36 wide receiver hits the waiver wire that should never happen so yes you need to be spending up six to eight percent is kind of my floor i'm willing to go as high as 10 to 12 percent believe in the talent believe in cj stroud the upcoming matchups are not fantastic but they're not terrible they get the panthers buccaneers and Bengals. but tank dell has shown us he's 15th in yards per route run right now he has the talent to beat tough matchups as well pick him up pat he had two great games in week two and week three then a down week in week four then unfortunately in week five against atlanta came out early with that concussion he missed week six missed the week of the bye obviously so this is an intriguing time where the son of a fork in the road so which way do you want to take her when it comes to tank dale yeah i mean i'm willing to go five or six percent maybe not quite as much and um just the the general overview we're not spending quite as much on wide receivers because i think they're more readily available then we we know what the de- demand is for running backs on the waiver wire it's always steep if anyone's going to get playing time so um but yeah i mean debro and uh our guy thor nystrom have been honking the horn for tank dell yeah. ever since they saw him at the senior ball and uh you know i thought i i kind of dismissed him because he was uh you know he's a super small guy and like if a guy's that small, I want to see him clock like a 4-3 in the combine, and Tank Dell didn't do that. But, you know, Thor was telling me, hey, man, this guy's like trying to cover Mercury. And, mm-hmm. uh, like, <laughs> he is, he was indeed right about that. Like, it, it, and it has been really difficult for NFL defenses to try to get the clamps on this guy. All right. Kendrick Bourne, another guy worth discussing, I think, for those people who are really desperate for wide receiver. He is rostered in 39% of leagues. If you look at the last two weeks, I don't know if this is a trend, Pat, but. 18 targets. He's caught 16 of them. Uh, he has finished as wide receiver 14, wide receiver 17. Next week, they get Miami. Clearly a game script where you're probably going to have to throw the ball to keep up with Miami. Do you see Kendrick Bourne as a viable streamer this week on a Patriots offense that has been grossly underwhelming all year, but all of a sudden a new trend is popping up specifically with Bourne? Yeah, I do. In in working on the weekly waiver article, Debro and I do, you know, we collaborate on a lot of this and we've been talking about Kendrick Bourne. And I guess mm-hmm. our concern with him was that when the Patriots wide receiver core was pretty healthy early in the year, when Juju was playing, when Demario Douglas was playing, um, Bourne was getting about a 50 percent snap share, which um, like it's hard for anyone to be fantasy viable in sort of a limited passing game at 50 percent snaps. But now I, I think I don't want to speak for Debro, but I, it seems like we agree that Bourne has kind of grown beyond that 50 percent snap share. And even when Juju comes back, it's not going to matter. Like Bourne has to get at least 70, 75 percent snaps in this offense because he has been pretty clearly the best receiver there. Like I'm I'm yeah. mildly intrigued <laughs> by Pops Douglas, too. Me too. Like that guy's we'll he's really talented. Well, let's but, talk about um, him now. So let's talk about Demario Douglas because he was on our list. But let's just mention him real quick along with Bourne because Douglas is another one of these guys that, you know, rookie player, people like the spark that he gives. 
They could certainly use a spark. They could use some more speed. Do you think in deeper leagues, Douglas is somebody to monitor or even add? A flyer, if you can get him real cheaply, if you have bench room for him and hoping that he turns out to be special. Like right now, I, I don't think you can count on anything close to fantasy viability from him. But he is the mm -hmm. sort of guy, he's so uniquely talented that maybe he does pop and becomes a guy you can trust late in the year. Uh, any trust for Kendrick Bourne, Debro? I trust Kendrick Bourne. <clears throat> I'm just glad that the Patriots finally trust Kendrick Bourne. Are you... What does this man have to do to get into the good graces of the hoodie? I, it just, it's ridiculous. You have four games where he's played at least 80% of the snaps this year, guys. And he's finally, finally a full-time starter. Those four games, 11 targets, 89 receiving yards, 7 targets, 63 and a tutty, 11 targets, 64 and two touchdowns. Three outstanding performances. This passing attack should run through Kendrick Bourne, and I think it's finally going to. Even if Juju comes back, that's bad news for Demario Douglas. Kendrick Bourne this week was finally the unquestioned starter, and they ran a committee of wide receivers, even Devontae Parker. God, they finally bumped down his snaps. But behind Kendrick Bourne, it was a committee. So spend up for Bourne. I believe the talent is real and the production is real. And finally, the Patriots are getting out of their way and playing the man. Let's take a quick break in the action. We talk a lot about what makes winners on this show. And there's one thing all teams, coaches, and players have in common, and that's preparation. Planning is the key for everyday life, too. And a great way to be prepared for the unexpected is to join Air MedCare Network, America's largest air ambulance membership network. Air MedCare Network providers operate state-of-the-art helicopters that can respond to critically ill or injured patients who need emergency medical transport. These flights can be very expensive, but as an Air MedCare Network member, you won't see a bill for your flight when flown by one of their providers. That's right, you'd pay nothing. You can become a member of Air MedCare Network for just $99 per year, and right now our listeners get up to an $80 MasterCard or Amazon e-gift card when they join and use that offer code FANTASYPROS. That's FANTASYPROS, one word, no spaces, Fantasy Pros, make financial peace of mind part of your game plan. Visit airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash fantasy pros. That's airmedcarenetwork.com forward slash fantasy pros today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Right now, I want to take some time to celebrate our everyday champions, our cars. Thanks to eBay Motors, we're keeping our rides running as smoothly as our fantasy teams. Our cars are more than just vehicles. They're partners in our daily hustle. They're there for the early morning commutes, the weekend getaways, and every crucial errand in between. Remember those times your car was the MVP, getting you to that important meeting or helping you make a last-minute pickup? Just like the right player in fantasy football, the right car makes all the difference in our daily game of life. The dependability a car provides is one of the cornerstones of our daily lives, which is why it's so important to maintain our vehicles the way we maintain our fantasy teams. Just like a well-managed fantasy team, maintaining your car requires strategy and foresight. It's all about knowing when to make those crucial upgrades or timely repairs. Ever experience the triumph of a DIY fix on your car? That perfect moment when everything comes together and your vehicle runs as smoothly as planned? That's what eBay Motors brings to the table. Ensuring each part you choose is not just a temporary solution, but a perfect fit for your car's needs. Speaking of perfect fits, whether it's choosing the right fantasy player or finding the ideal part for your car, the right fit can make your day. There's a unique satisfaction when everything falls into place, be it a winning fantasy lineup or a car part that enhances your ride. That's why eBay Motors is dedicated to making sure you get that perfect fit every time. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now back to the action. Odell Beckham, 39% rostered, same as Kendrick Bourne, ironically, right now. Um, Odell obviously has not had the season that uh, he had hoped for so far. Do you see the second half being something worth bidding on this week, Debro? Yes, I think 1% to 2%. I think you can get him off of waivers if he's out there. And he's out there in a ton of leagues. Like, he's below 30% rostered in multiple formats. So um, I have a lot of interest in Odell 
with the matchups that we have upcoming. So Odell is kind of the perfect, he's the perfect sauce as far as like, if you don't want to spend up and you don't want to chase all these other guys on the waiver wire, he's the guy that you could sneak through for one to 2%. And we're looking at a schedule guys. He gets Arizona. He gets Seattle the next two weeks. We could be staring at a top 36 wide receiver over those two games, considering Odell Beckham Jr. got a 25% target share. Now, he didn't do a ton with it, but a 25% target share against those two secondaries? Yeah, man, that plays up. All right, Odell for you, Pat, your thoughts? Yeah, um, Debro mentioned it. Well, one, it's great that he's actually been able to stay healthy so far. Like, Mm -hmm. it seems like the odds of him going down with an injury are like 50-50 in any game he (laughs) plays but um he has managed to stay healthy he's still pretty good and as Debro pointed out he's got some really nice matchups coming up the next couple of weeks with what the cardinals and the seahawks mm-hmm. yeah pretty yep. good ones let's talk about some guys you might be able to drop this week quentin johnston um we talked about picking him up we talked about <sighs> speculative adding him uh another day of two targets <laughs> so far he's got uh, one catch in the last two games uh, coming out of the bye. Uh, Debro is a time to drop Quentin Johnson. Yep, it's sad. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> really, really well, good organization. But it's not happening now. Really good organization yeah. spending first round picks on wide receivers to run clear out routes. You love to see it. Way to go, Chargers. Well, Pat, I mean, look, Johnson might do something here at some point, but the problem is if guys like Downs are out there, guys like Bourne that you can play and get productivity out, you got to make that switch now. I think so. Yeah, not not worth waiting and hoping that it happens eventually. We're all we're coming into the second half of the the fantasy regular season here, Joe. Like we gotta we gotta act and get the guys who are doing it. Uh, Sky Moore also somebody I think we can say effectively it's time to drop to, especially with the Miko Hardman edition this week. It's funny how low the passer rating is for Patrick Mahomes on throws to Sky Moore. Like you'd think he was Zach Wilson mm. on on throws to Sky Moore. It's just <laughs> comically bad. So yeah, you can get rid of Sky Moore. All right. I know Debro feels the same. Let's run through some other names here uh, real quick that you need to know. Uh, Rashid Shahid almost made an incredible, well, he did make an incredible catch, but it just fell short of the end zone. Had he made that catch, it would have been flying around social media. Everybody would be talking about Rashid Shahid. We talk about him every single week. I think that's another player y'all should be adding for sure. And I can't believe I just said y'all spent way too much time with Eric Brown. Uh, it's I just, happened. Maybe I should be, I should be you for Halloween. Yes. That's what I should do on Tuesday. I should, um, <laughs> Jaden Reed, another name to that we've talked about a lot and people saying, OK, why is Jaden Reed relevant again? Well, because Christian Watson came up lame at the end of that game. Uh, and on top of that, Musgrave also dealing with an injury. So we're, we're talking about all of a sudden maybe targets opening up. I know Jordan Love has been terrible. I don't want to say it again in front of Pat. Definitely some things to talk about there. Uh, Jameson Williams, another one that's flied around that we know is still available in more leagues than there should be. And Jalen Hyatt starting to get a little bit of work here for the Giants. Pat, real quick, because we talked about this last night on the uh, on the recap show. Did you think that um, there's going to be any quarterback controversy here with Tyrod Taylor these last two games, getting this team competitive a little bit? And I, I know it was an ugly game at times. A lot of defense played in this game for sure. But is Daniel Jones just – I mean, you're paying him all this money, right? He's got to come back and be quarterback, right? Yeah, no controversy after okay. they gave – Danny Dimes the bag, but um, they could forestall his return and say they're playing it extra cautiously because um, Tyrod is playing really well right now. All right. Uh, let's to go through the next grouping here. Uh, let's talk about some of the streamers potentially that we have. And again, remember, there's always extra help for you. Go to fantasybros.com. Check out the waiver wire article that the guys have been working on all night. Check it out. It always gets updated as well. We also have the live stream Every single Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, if you have questions, Derek and I always answer them on our YouTube channel. So make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, by the way, want to mention the winner of the autographed Christian Kirk jersey was Charles Cox. So congratulations, Charles. You're the big winner. You can get in touch with us over at mailbag at fantasypros.com. Again, with your mailing address and proof of your subscription to Fantasy Pros YouTube channel. And we'll get in touch with you. Again, the winner is Charles Cox. So congratulations to you, Charles. You won the Christian Kirk jersey. And we're giving away something new, too. If you want a chance to win a glorious fantasy football championship belt for your league, courtesy of all of our friends at Trophy Smack, the number one destination for epic fantasy football trophies, 
You need to subscribe to the Fantasy Bros YouTube channel right now. Drop a comment below, and that's it. That's all you got to do. We'll be announcing the winner right here on the channel, so make sure you ring that bell till it goes ding for notifications if you want to win this incredible fantasy football championship from our friends over at Trophy Smack. Let's do the streamers of the week, gentlemen, and get out of here. Quarterbacks, tight ends, and defenses. Let's start with the QB. Pat, who do you want to stream at quarterback this week? Oh, Mac Jones, Joe. Um, like we know it can come and go with Mac Jones, but he looked so good and was so efficient yesterday against the Bills. And now he gets a Miami defense that I believe is, uh, you know, among the top 10 teams and most points allowed to opposing quarterbacks. There's actually, I don't want to say shootout potential on a game involving the Patriots, but <laughs> Mac, Mac Jones could be forced to throw a lot in this game. Let's put it that way. I, I, I have such mixed feelings. I, I, I want a high draft pick I, and I don't want any more wins. That's what I want as a Patriot. Man. Uh, who do you want as a quarterback this week to stream here d bro people can hate him all they want to they can make all the jokes on social media Derek carr was qb8 last week yeah, dude I'm so with you as much as people want to sit here throw the jokes out he's producing in fantasy he's thrown the ball 50 and 55 times over the last two weeks and for everybody that says well he wasn't he wanted to do that against the colts did you just see what the colts did to the browns they're gonna push the saints you can throw in the colts fifth most passing yards allowed zone heavy defense you want to pick up a sheet Shaheed and Derek Carr and start both this week i'm fine with it 40 of those throws were to alvin Kamara of the 50 feet that, I'm not, that might be you might have hit the under on that too mm-hmm Oh my! Do you know what the number was on Thursday for that four and a half? I smashed oh, wow. that. I sm- I, could, I I kept doing this. I was like a cartoon character going with my eyes going. Am I seeing that right? Four and a half? How could it possibly be four and a half? I was like four and a half in the first quarter. Over. How is it over? Over. And you know what? I had it paired to. I had that bet separately, and then I had it paired with a Rashid Shahid touchdown, mm. and something crazy it was a high number. And that catch broke my yeah, heart. Yeah, I'm still smarting oh, from so, uh, so betting Derek Carr over one and a half passing touchdowns and then watching Foster Moreau mm, no. drop the touchdowns. A lot of fun. Oh, God. A lot Foster of fun. Plus Moreau. money bet. Lots, lots of fun. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right, let's go to tight end. Speaking of Foster Moreau, gross. Do you, let's get to uh, Pat on this one first. Pat, uh, I think we're staying with the uh, <laughs> with the theme here, with New Orleans, it feels like. Yeah, first I want to be declared the winner for the, the streaming tight end last week when I picked the same guy I'm going to take this week. The human open-ended straight flush draw because he has so many outs. Taysom Hill, he runs, he catches, he passes. I mean, you saw last week when the Saints offense stopped working. They just brought in Taysom Hill like, okay, let's just just run it into the end zone here. Let's run it down the field and into the end zone. So uh, Taysom Hill, good matchup against the Indianapolis Colts who've been giving up a lot of points to tight ends, even though this is not really a conventional tight end. Tight end seven over the last two weeks, uh, by the way. Just putting that out there for those of you who keep a score at home. D-Bro, what do you got streaming tight end this week? So, people, I know the first comment is going to be, well, he's not out there in my league. Jake Ferguson is below 50% in multiple leagues. People have got squeezed <clears> for buys and stuff. If he's out there, pick him up, start him. The Rams have been a tight end funnel. Jake Ferguson almost ran 90% of the routes in the last game of the Cowboys played. Fourth most receiving yards, fourth most receiving touchdowns, and third most fantasy points per game allowed to tight ends. Jake Ferguson is going to be a top 10 option this week. All right. How about a streaming defense, D-Bro? What do you have for the people? Why are the Atlanta Falcons still out there? I, I we, <laughs> we keep question. bringing them up. The Detroit Lions were the previous one. I might not be a huge Arthur, Arthur Smith fan, but I am a huge fan of this defense. Third in pressure rate. They're allowing the fourth lowest yards per play. And look at that. They get the Tennessee Titans. We could see Malik Willis under center and turnovers and sacks will be provided. Enjoy. That's a good one. They've had double digit fantasy points two weeks in a row, 11 and 15 last two weeks. Pat, streaming defense of the week for you is who? Oh, it's the Chargers. Um, you know, like Tyson Bajan acquitted himself pretty well in his first NFL start against the Raiders. But man, <laughs> I still want to target the undrafted rookie free agents quarterback uh, with my streaming defense. For those of you without free agent budgets, let's talk about the priority waiver wire pickups of the week. Pat, let's run through your top five guys. Who is it? A guy we haven't talked about is at the top, Kyler Murray. 
Like if he comes back and, and look, obviously, if you have uh, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, you're not you're not bidding a lot on Kyler Murray, if at all. But man, if you've been streaming and you're looking for a solution, here's a guy who can put up a lot of points. Maybe doesn't run quite as aggressively coming off the ACL surgery, but I do think he can be like a permanent answer for you at the quarterback position. So he's number one for me. Then Daryl Henderson, then Josh Downs, then Yamari DiMercato, and then Tank Dell, number five. Okay. Well, for Kyler Murray's sake, I hope that the offensive line starts playing a little better because watching yesterday, my God, it's like they didn't know they could play with their hands. They just go to just <laughs> kind of standing there. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I kept watching. It's like they're just letting guys go by. It's like they give them high fives. Ole, it was ole. crazy. Oh, mm. it's like <laughs> a very matadorish kind of feel to it. Debro, who are your top five ads this week? What do you have? Uh, Daryl Henderson's number one, Josh Downs two, Amari DiMarcado is three, Tank Dell four, and I'm going to sneak OBJ in here because the matchup's at five. Listener mailbag. Let's sneak in our listener mailbag question. This one's from Lad96. Again, it's free to join. FantasyBros.com slash chat. Get in our Discord and hang out with us and talk some ball. After this week, can I drop Jordan Love for CJ Stroud? I think we can answer to this collectively on the count of three. Ready? One, two, three. Yes! yes. Please do that right now. There you go. Don't these don't, patience right now they might have actually <laughs> finished Jordan with Love the same gone. amount of fantasy points after this last week i don't i'm not really sure oh wow d bro getting harsh here at the same. end of the program i gotta go check, Again, the, I gotta go need, check the numbers <laughs> if you need more help certainly the same amount of completions to christian watson almost oh god yeah. anyway if you need more help make sure you go hit up fantasybros.com for the waiver wire article and use all of our tools as well uh, make sure you're using my playbook with the waiver assistance. You can check all your leagues at one time and see who's available and go add them. There's no quit here. Again, we're continuing to pound the pavement on the waiver wire streets until you get that fantasy championship. That'll do it for us. But the story of the game goes on for Derek Brown and Pat Fitzmaurice. I'm Joey P. We'll see you next time, kids. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Pros Fantasy Football Podcast. Follow us on X. Instagram, and TikTok at Fantasy Pros, and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash fantasy pros. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but for some reason, they just won't go to sleep. And for this reason, I created the podcast Bedtime History. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. Join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last season on the Choosing Sides F1 podcast, we established unequivocally that F1 is the pinnacle of motorsports. We did, but honestly, I was left with more questions than answers, Tony. I'm Tony Cameron Brown, a tech, culture, and F1 commentator. And I'm Michael Costa, comedian from The Daily Show. Join us for season two of Choosing Sides F1. Our F1 102, if you will. And get all of the answers. All of them? Listen to Choosing Sides F1 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.